Hello and welcome to Taylor's Tales Podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, I'm going to be talking about a tasty amount of topics, starting off with the angel of the fitness industry right now. It's Sam Sullock, everybody, of course. He's on the tip of everybody's tongue right now. If you're into fitness YouTube in even the slightest amount, you've heard of him up till now. And it's a long, it's going to be up there. I think he's going to be up there with the... Ah! Ah! <laughs> and the lightweight, baby. Yeah, buddy. Lightweight. Yeah. And the, <laughs> any of the fantastic fitness quotations you got out there it's it's like it's the pump it's like coming i'm coming day and night you know it's gonna be up there sam's name is ringing through the fitness industry and i have a feeling that the comparison will be made between himself and chris bumpstead very soon it's me as well as that i'm going to be talking about root like what i've learned from him but also uh the change to my fitness routine that I'm taking over the coming three months. I'm also going to be talking about Spy Family and the like. The impression I'm getting off new animation and the the <laughs> coming back from Japan and having this fantastic feeling of the amount of content available not only on Crunchyroll but for the rest of Netflix and all the other animation out there, and just some random topics along with uh, a brand new car as well to top it all off. So if you're interested in any of these topics, stick around for there shall be some fun to come along. I'm out. I'm out. And for that reason alone, I'm out. I'm out. I've got to say, I think this is a liability nightmare. You don't have any claims that you can back up, so I'm out. Let's get into Sam Sullock. Okay, so I saw him on YouTube very recently. Now, I'm obviously on that iceberg where somebody's just soaring into the trajectory of of life of YouTube where their numbers are just going... It was like when Rogan burst onto the scene back in 2017. I was on the whispers, the very edges of the the, the content right after 700 episodes. <laughs> See how I was so far behind when it comes down to discovering gems on the internet. I, clearly, I'm not very good at that. And that's fine. Uh, but with Sam, he's seriously taking YouTube by storm with something that I didn't think would truly catch people's eye but it is really interesting seeing someone just use basic content of just starting their day of either he'll either weigh in or eat or start eating or describe what he's about to work out in his car and the format is this car gym car and he talks in the car at the beginning and he talks in the car at the end describing how he felt about his workouts or how he felt about something that he's done within the workout that could potentially offend or you know he explains why he's done it for very good reasons i think the reason why so many people are really connecting is because it's taking fitness youtube back to its original roots it's taking it back to the simplicity that was we want to see somebody working out putting it all in, recording the entire session, and just seeing their process and hearing their opinion about life and seeing a good workout, but also seeing the things around it, like the meals, the the bulking, the cutting, the series. Not just a really edited photo. Don't get me wrong, I always loved David Lade's videos, but once you've 
cultivated to the point where your videos have to be at such a high quality level, it's very going to be very hard to replicate that on a daily basis. And I think that's what Sam's doing is he can do something daily. And at the moment, he's 21. He's got the, you know, the world at his feet. And he's got, you know, for, for me at 28, you know, seven more years before he even reaches my age. And he could continuously try to do this for, for that period of time. And if he's enjoying it, which it seems he is, especially when it comes down to talking about uh, the cycle the cycle of working out, it, it comes across on the screen as somebody who is both a runner and a weightlifter slash bodybuilder. It really is just impressive to see somebody have as much fun as I do when it comes down to lifting weights, have as much of a happy face when it comes down to just enjoying the process. Because when it comes down to people talking about exercise, everyone's just like so negative. It's like, I have to do this or I have to do that. Or in order to get into a certain shape, you have to be, you know, it's it's so boring hearing that narrative. It's just so nice to be, have a fresh face on the scene saying, you know what? I love waking up, going to bed early and waking up and getting after it each day. And I'm enjoying that process. I'm still freaking excited. Now, don't get me wrong. One of my idols and one of my heroes is David Goggins who talks about like not everything you're going to do you're going to enjoy and I get that like he's he's going through these savage workouts and he's not complaining about them and he's tell, he's going to tell you about it along the way and I can appreciate that I can also appreciate putting yourself through serious savage workouts and everybody um, seeing you do it it's like very impressive but there's also the, the contrary to that is, is is Sam and then the comparison which I would like to make is Chris Bumstead when Chris Bumstead first came onto the scene for YouTube it was a very similar format you know it wasn't highly edited it was just okay I'm going to the Olympia this is my process to get to the Olympia I'm going to show you my meals I'm going to show you my workouts and it's just going to be personality raw personality I've talked about this on YouTube before is that this is what YouTube is it is not a filter it's a like a open door this is the real person you're seeing because you can't fake it for long enough on YouTube. People will find out who you truly are on the inside because after a while you start little bits and pieces here and there. People are like, ooh. I'm, I'm not being funny. I mean, no disrespect. But you're a cunt. You're a cunt now. You've always been a cunt. We found out who you really are. Like, the, the, you can't hide who you are um, on YouTube. I think your the personality is just raw there, and that's a quotation from I believe it was. Do, 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 do. It I believe it might it might just be the. <laughs> oh God! I've got the book over here. Let me, yeah, just turn, turn up Ready Player One. Yeah, it might just be, see, I had the book behind me. Thank you for waiting there for a second. Um, Ready Player One, where the the best thing about the Oasis is that everybody was just raw personality. And I think that's what YouTube is as well. And this is why Sam is so successful. His personality and his ability to be able to convert, like, to be able to get across to you, you, the viewer, the listener, his joy his routine, what he's going to do, and how he's going to do it, and he's going to make it not, I don't think there's, like, I wouldn't say it's entertaining per se, you know, we're not having as many laughs as we have here. <laughs> you serious? But, you know, we're still intrigued by the, the severity of the workout, each 
muscle group is going to get absolutely destroyed. And I appreciate that. I think I, I kind of miss that. Everything's got a little bit too pretty on YouTube. Everyone's a little bit too well done up. Everybody's got a six-pack year round. Now, let me just clarify this. So does Sam, but he's on a lot of test, a lot of juice, and you can tell that from straight on. He's not hes not somebody who hides from it or anything on those lines. It's a clear, like, Jesus Christ, the trend's in here, fucking... Trembolone cologne! Jesus H. And I think most YouTubers out there are going to criticise him for that, for, like, setting a standard for people, and blah, 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 we've all heard it before. People make their own choices. You cannot, like, we can lead a horse to water, but we can't make it drink. Like, you can give people good advice as much as you can, but you can't get past that. I could tell people that doing cardio, like Sam does, again, really good point about him is the fact that he talks about how important cardio is every single day. Boom, winner. Now, even though... I'm going to start the bulk. Cardio will not stop. Cardio is not going to stop just because I'm bulking. You know, if anything, oh, okay, I won't say it's more important to do cardio on a bulk than it is on a cut, but dude, you got to do your cardio whether you're maintaining, main gaining, bulking, cutting, whatever. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to. You know, I, I hear the argument a lot, like, if I burn 300 calories on the bike, then... I'm going to have to eat another 300 calories to make up for it. Dude, you can get 300 calories down in 0.01 seconds. You know, 300 calories is not a lot. And just by doing the cardio, you're going to be hungry for those 300 calories. You didn't just burn them off. Well, I guess you did, but what I'm trying to say is you just burned off 300 calories. So now your body's kind of telling you like, okay, I got to eat 300 more. Right? You know, I don't. Skipping it, dude. I think you're seriously just leaving gains on the table. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And it's hard to tell people who don't do cardio to do cardio. You know, there's there's that importance. And there's also the, the complete opposite side of all those runners who won't do any weightlifting, who won't do any bodybuilding because they're, you know, scared that they're going to get too big. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 fucking yeah right we that's what we all train to try and get too big when someone says they they oh, i don't want to get too bulky it's like fuck it out where are we from the 90s let's let's, get, let's start playing some busted back there like jesus but i think something that sam is really putting back on on the internet is again just the joy of watching somebody go through the process of cutting and bulking I think it got demonized for a while. Like cutting and bulking, I get if you take it to two excess, a really good example of this is the UF, UFC is like if you cut down weight too much, it's gonna fuck you up big time. But you don't have to do that. Like you don't have to go to such extremes that you're gonna get massively obese and then massively cut back down again. This isn't a bodybuilding show. If you've been on the fritz about bulking or cutting, and you're maybe leaning towards bulking, shit man, this is your perfect fucking cue. I know for a fact I'm going to be bulking hard, so if you want to come along for the ride, try to put some beef on your frame. Plus, it's wintertime now, right? This is basically when you would want to bulk. I don't mean you as in, like, you know, me. I, I kind of just mean in general. Like, people kind of don't... Well, it just makes sense. You'd want to be bulking in uh, the colder months when you're not walking around shirtless on the, you know, the pool or whatever else. And you'd want to be cutting in the summer. So... Oof. You know, I don't really subscribe to that ideology. I was freaking bulking all, all freaking summer. But if you were the guy, let's, let me say this. If this was you, 
this year, then maybe you should just start your bulk now. You know, if last spring you were kind of thinking about cutting for summer, but you were like, oh, well, I'm not really that, maybe I should bulk a little bit first. You may as well just jump on the, if that's your deal, if you want to be cut in the summertime, then fuck man, maybe just start the bulk now. But what you can do is take information from this, refine it to your own goals, and then from there, boom, you've got some really good information for yourself. Because, I, again, everyone's going to try and make everything so the gospel. Like, this kid's negative, this kid's positive. Like, why can't we just filter out the, pot the negative and say, right, don't, you know, you can ignore that yourself. Now, if somebody's an absolute beginner, and they see this person and they're like, I want to get like that. Yes, I totally understand it. But like for the majority of people who've even touched a weight, they understand the relative mass you can put on within a certain amount of time and at certain age brackets as well. Because after a certain, I, I think it's the, the maximum amount of muscle you can put on can be calculated online via your height, your weight, um, and your muscle mass. And this is natural muscle, for instance. But with steroids, there is, you know, to an extent, no limit as, as long as you're willing to, you know, <laughs> start shoving some needles somewhere special. And, and you know, there, there's no limit there. Now, am I saying you should do that? No, I'm not. Am I saying that you should judge somebody just because they do it? You know, that all the information that they're, do, they're saying is negative. That's no. Again, it's not. Actually, you can look around it. And this is, you know, you can play devil's advocate on either side of this. I can play, play you know, prance around the prance and pony all day for, for all of you. But what I'm saying is that Sam is just the raw footage of the fitness industry right now. We need to get back to the original. We need to get back to not everything's a highly edited um, fitness YouTube. Sometimes we just need to think about, let's go lift the weights. Let's eat the food. Let's try and get bigger. Let's try and get stronger. And then at the same time, let's do our cardio. And then let's also remind ourselves that eating donuts every day can't be done from naturals. And even though doing it will probably give you terrible skin and you need to think about health by eating fruits and vegetables as well. So let's take Sam's information with a pincer shell of like the fact that he's eating, you know, on his mass bulk, like thousands upon thousands of calories. And then also when he's on a cut, he's going back down to 2,500, like a very normal cut amount. So... Yes, I think that's what's so entertaining is it as somebody who's like an intermediate now who's been doing this like fitness thing for quite a while, I think it's really entertaining because I know what information to pick around and what information to just be like right that's that's silly, but then you know there's other information where I was like, you know what he's right, so for instance, he was saying like um you know if you are going on a bulk for instance, that you, your idea of just being at the same weight you know a main gaining. Yes, it will give you, you know, if you're a, a, a straight beginner, just those gains automatically. But if you go further and further in, you know, it becomes harder and harder. So actually going into the bulk and then just being super aware of like, yes, you're going to be eating a lot of calories, but also being super aware that you've got an end date to that. And I love that he talks about the cycles of going three months with the bulk and then two, three months with the cut. It's, it's really nice because most people will talk about the bulk and they'll go from just all of winter and then it will be all the way until summer that they'll start cutting. And it's really nice to see a refreshing part on YouTube where he talks through his explanation of each part. Why he's doing this? Why is he bulking? 
Well, he's trying to put on more size. Why is he cutting? Well, he's trying to lose the fat from that size that he gained because in order to be you know, in a calorie surplus, you will gain fat alongside it. But he was, he's looking to keep some of that muscle by going into the cut and losing some of the fat. Now, obviously, science, science-based, like, YouTube slash fitness influencers slash scientists are going to say, well, it's probably more, you know, scientifically backed if you were to not do massive bulks and massive cuts, which I've said earlier. And it's also scientifically backed that if you do hit the weights, you know, three to four times a week with cardiovascular, you're going to put yourself in like the 90th percentile for, you know, being absolutely like a, just a, a you know a fitness person which is crazy to say ah! of it. that if you have a six-pack year round like myself you're in the top one percent of human beings across the united <laughs> across the world not even just the united kingdom which is crazy isn't it um and i'm i am talking a little bit out of my ass a little bit in terms of like just using back, back science all the time, but I'm a little bit tired of that. Like I love, um, I'm not going to name some names, but you know, when I say science-backed YouTubers, for those who are in the the fitness realm, you know who I'm talking about. Like it just gets a little bit boringly. Yes, like okay, when you're talking about um, zone whatever, like it, it just gets tiresome. It after a while, just go lift the weights, go run, go lift. Like don't get me wrong, partial reps probably shouldn't be done. Um, all the time when it comes down to certain and you should try and get the maximum amount of length when it comes down to doing a row for instance or doing um, chest press and getting the massive stretch but at the same time some people just need to get in and do it and so there's this both sides of the coin and I'm seeing Sam at the center of all of this and I think the majority of the things he's saying are positive and actually I think it's going to be the revitalization of the fitness industry and it's a new generation to watch out for and it's really fun it's just great to watch and it's great to see um, and for me what what have I taken from this well for me now I'm going to this year I've realized I want to have a full structure around my fitness I, and, and I've got my running already structured i've got the london marathon to prep for for next year don't need to worry about that and then i'm also going to be thinking about doing um a much longer run after that probably around the range of 50 to 60 miles and but within my bodybuilding i haven't really narrowed something down I haven't narrowed down what i'm looking for because i hit 225 slash 105 kg bench and after doing that i was like well what next because I could go for the 310 and then so on and so forth. But, you know, there's there's only so much you can do without getting injured later on. So my, my next goal is actually just to get aesthetically bigger and really focus in on my lifts to go after Japan, getting back from Japan, increasing that strength again. I've started taking my creatine again, trying to put on weight because I came back from Japan at like 85.5 kg down from around 88 you know, losing quite a lot of weight within a very short period of time. And I'm going to slowly try and increase it. And I want to get to around 91 kg by around Christmas time. So that is from now around two months around that. I, should, I probably should say January. Let's up it to January. So two, two and a half months, maybe three. But I'm going to do it from now, the bulk, all the way up until February. And then I'm going to do February, March, April. Going to cut it down. And, and then start bulk again. And I, I, I want to, that's what I'm taking from Sam. I'm taking the, the structure 
and I'm also going to be changing up how I do my workouts. I've talked about this many a time before. I normally do a split of um, twice the each body part twice a week, uh, every week, and I'm going to do the same. But instead of just doing four workouts, now I'm going to do five workouts, and I'm going to break it down into legs, uh, arms, arms with uh, one set of chest, and then run. Then on the Thursday, hit shoulders with one set of legs. Then on Friday, hitting biceps and back. Then on Saturday, hitting chest, one set of back, and then triceps. So hitting each body part for a total of 20 sets maximum per week. And that's broken down throughout the week right there. And that means I'm doing a lot of cardio. So I'm also adding a 30-minute treadmill walk every single workout every single one of those workouts and then i'm also doing my three runs per week as well and then by doing that i'm just going to maximize the growth for my muscles i'm going to be going into a calorie surplus surplus of around 3300 calories and then slowly up it uh, up until around february to be able to get down up to that 91 kilograms because i you know <laughs> i looked at myself uh, in my photos and while you can you know i'm i'm ripped but at the same time, it's it's a little bit too lean. It's like, it's not super lean, but it's not muscular enough, if that makes sense. It's getting to the point where uh, I'm looking at myself at 86 kg and I look leaner than I did when I was 82 kg. Say what? Which is worrying. Like, you're like, oh, have I like... <laughs> uh, obviously, that's slight body dysmorphia because you're looking at photos and comparing all of these things. I'm very aware. But at the same time... Uh, I'm very happy with how I look. I just want to improve. And I don't think there will ever be an ending. Don't worry. I'm not looking at myself in the mirror like, oh my God, what have I done to myself? It's all over. I'm fine. I'm actually really pleased with where I've got in my life. It's just, I, I never want to end. Like, it's so easy to say to myself, oh yeah, I'm happy. That's it. Stop. Now I have a new goal. And I, I, I just want to push myself further. And, and isn't that just fun? Isn't that great? Like the best thing about life is knowing that you can just have new goals and push yourself in any of them. Because I, I don't think it's ever a, a stop and just cruise control and just maintain the gains. That's just kind of boring. I'm 28. I've got many more years of being able to push the weight around for a while. Probably up until I'm like 33, 34 before I start, you know, getting the, the negative connotations of, oh my God, my elbow. Oh no, my shoulders. Oh no everything hurts <laughs> and I try my best to stretch out go to a chiropractor um, eat very healthy eat my fruit and veg every single day and also get a, a solid amount of, of fiber and uh, and protein and get it in and I think the diet for me personally it's just very much the same just increasing the calories up I'm not going to be like Sam and eating like four donuts from Dunkin Donuts my skin would be awful uh, my like I, my body would crope down. I'd be going to the toilet all the time, eating pizza, eating cereal in the morning. No, no <laughs> I wish. I wish I could do that. Uh, but no, I, for, for me, it's it's stick it out and probably break the, the calories down into around 2,800 uh, during the week and then on the weekend, up the calories to around 4,500 on Friday and then 4,500 on Sunday um, so that I can just have those quote-unquote cheat days but they're not really cheat days i just have one meal where i'm having like a, a bag of crisps and a couple of bags of sweets so you know it's take everything with the way that you can work with it if you're into the podcast this far and you've heard me talk enough you know that 
you have an idea in your brain of what you have to do. And if you are right at the beginning where you're like, I don't even like the way I look right now, I'm either too big, like obese, or I'm too small, for you it doesn't matter. You just get in the gym, get get on the road, do something, because for you it's just going to be gains, 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 no matter what you do. But if you're like me and you're in like the fourth or fifth year or you're going into the advanced section, then this is where it's time to, to nail in those finer details and find yourself either a new routine or really dial in the current one that you have then that's going to make you enjoy what you're doing. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I went in today, for instance, and I did chest with one set of lats and then uh, some triceps and then a set of abs as well. And I was like, this is awesome. This is what I haven't, I haven't done this in a while. It was only like three um, movements for, for chest. It was just an incline, uh, a flat press, and then a, a fly. And that was it. And then I did a push down and a pull down for the triceps and then just like a crunch for crunch with the ab machine. That was it. And then got on the treadmill, did 30 minutes. To, well, 20, 25, 25, not 30. And this to me, finding the love, finding the joy, I think that's the most important part because I don't think the split or the structure or the, well, the amount of sets do matter, but, oh, and so does the weight and so does the food, but the what you do and how you structure your life is down to you and what you want to do with it, the goals that you have are going to be different to everyone else. If you want to get shredded, like you want to get down, you got to get lean, like you want to get to the 10% body fat like I did, um, you're going to have to find ways to be able to get those favorite foods of yours into the diet. If you're going to get bulking up, be smart. Don't go, I'm just going to start eating 4,500 4, calories every single day and 5,000 calories every day when you're sat at a desk all day. Like, think it through. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Really ask some people who've been through it before. Don't talk to people, for instance, who are just on gear, who are going to have a perspective that is skewed. Talk to people who've, who are natural, who've been doing it for a long time, and then, as well as have family and friends, consult with them before you, like, as well, even people who don't do exercise that regularly, if you go to your parents and you say to them, yeah, I'm going to start eating 4,500, that's 5,000 calories every single day, they're going to look at you and be like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing, bad man? Be smart. Incremental steps. Don't just go from one extreme to another because your, your body will just go, Bruh, what the fuck are you doing, bro? What is this? Like, whoa, this is not good. And... You'll, you'll have the, the spikes of energy up and down and something as well you've got to be really careful with is, for me personally is the increase in carbohydrates during the day sometimes can give me the, the serious um, crash after lunch for instance when I'm doing work and that cognitive decline is really bad for me to be able to get my work done and I really I pride myself in being uh, fit for work and able to do work so keep all of that in mind that's a lot of information to take in I probably will do a part two and really dissect some of Sam's videos at some point because I feel like some of them have just real gems. Like the, the joy, the fun, like the, the the general gist of what he's doing and what he's, you know, what I've taken from it and, and, and the fun I'm finding back in my workouts is just like, mwah, so good. So enjoy your workouts, that's number one, but also just find something that's going to work for you and get the most out of other people without really focusing too much on the negative because if I'm honest everybody's got negative no matter what they do even me like the, the some of the talk the shit I talk sometimes is just like Jesus Christ when will this guy get to the action 
I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Moving on to, of course, Spy Family. Now, I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen. Of course, everybody, everybody has. If you haven't, what are you doing with your life? Um, I've also been uh, watching... What was it? What was it recently? Apart from that, yeah. Oh, Running with the Wind. Rewatching that before I went to Japan, which was awesome because that that has such a special place in my heart now. After going to Hakone in real life and physically seeing the place where they did, did the training camp with them, Run with the Wind, which is just it just makes me so happy knowing that I have that memory now. And then there's also um, what was it? I was watching a few of the Makoto Shinkai films as well, Garden of Words and. You know, any any of that that's that's going to get me into that space when I was going into Japan. And now coming back, uh, I've been watching Spy Family. And Spy Family is so much fun, light-hearted. I've been looking for an anime like that recently that makes you feel good. It's got obviously the connotation of they're an assassin who's the who's the mother, a spy who's the father, and then an adopted mind reader who's the daughter. Which is just it's such a great concept. Once again, the writers for this. Uh, are truly creative with what they're doing. And I don't know if many actual big corporation TV shows are going to be able to ever match the creativity that comes out of the animation industry. So, yeah, there's that. But Spy Family itself, some of the episodes that revolve around the girl just going to school, it takes a slice of life aspect to it, except with a sprinkling of espionage round and round it, which is great, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's as if Guy Ritchie came in and said, you know what, let's take something as, as normal as the day-to-day -day life of a mother, a father, and a daughter, and then we're just going to add spy aspect to it and see what happens. Let's just throw it in there. Let's go, go, see, see what happens. And I love that. I really enjoyed it, and it made me feel like there's a lot of wholesome moments where the mum and the dad, who aren't actually together, it's like a, a pretend scenario, they eventually seem to grow feelings for one another. And it's really nice to, to watch that as somebody um, who just really enjoys uh, the family message for, for everybody. I really enjoy looking at it from a Christmas perspective, a normal perspective. The, the quote-unquote nuclear family is actually something that I truly love seeing in people and in life because it's, it just brings the wholesomeness and the fun. And it, not everything has to be serious and not everything has to be... Um, you know, the world's going to end, especially when there's so many bad things going on in the world. It makes you bring a great big smile to your face. Simplicity is what comes out of Spy Family. You know, taking something as simple as life and then adding something as complex as, uh, as spying. And they also utilise the Cold War very well. Because it's not necessarily stated that this is the US versus Russia. It's actually just utilising the idea of East and Western Germany very well with the German look to the, the town. And it does it very well. And it doesn't necessarily give you a time period, but it does show that there are guns and knives and it's kind of a 1940s slash 1950s period, which gives you an excellent just imagination of what can be done with any time period at the time without necessarily having to tell the viewer or the listener everything they're looking to do. And I think that brings a high quality to a show like that, where they don't necessarily have to tell you everything that's going to happen on screen, but they do show you and they let your imagination run wild with what could happen. As well as a lot of likeable characters, every single one of the characters in the show, even the headmaster, who is uh, an elegant man of high status within 
Eden is actually so likable as well. It's so funny. You'd think a character like that you'd dislike because of being so high and mighty, but actually he's just so much fun to walk around. He just sees every aspect of the girl's actions. He's like, how very elegant. I love it. <laughs> And I, I find silly, like, this is my silly goose energy, I'm sorry, it is there, but if there's anything in life, you've got to have a bit of silliness every now and then, just be able to, you know, I, I think my mum used to say this all the time, you either laugh or you cry, and I always want to laugh. <laughs> so, go watch Spy Family, go do yourself a, a, a pleasure, a joy to be able to make yourself feel positive. Go watch Sam Sullock and make yourself even more positive with what you can do with your life. And go figure out those minute details that you've been putting off. And get together and do a plan. And find out the joy that you can find in working out. This has been a Teller's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time next week. Bye now. <laughs> a little bit more giddy with the pump checks when I'm bulked up.